The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. They like hot garbage, and I'm trying to figure this out. Sick of it. 2-2. In the air, out towards right center field. Harris going to go back. Harris back to the warning track. He leaps. Michael's got it! He's got it! They fired it in, and it rolls across the infield. Taken by Riley. He throws to the back. They double him off. Ball game over. Braves win. I've never seen a play like that. Swing and a fly ball left field. Well struck. Going back Peralta at the track. Turns, looks, and it's gone. Solo shot for Guriel. It's his first of the postseason. And the Diamondbacks get that run right back. It's 4-1. to one. Shotgun snap. Three-step drop. Eyeing the middle. Pressure up the middle. Long. Out of the pocket. Throws downfield for the end zone. Intercepted! Amik Robertson in the back corner. Picks it off in front of Watson. And the Raiders defense just seals the victory here in Vegas. We beat the we beat the ever in Oklahoma today. We beat the out of that team. And we lost. Dylan Gabriel and Toby Rowland, exactly, you're exactly right. I mean, a legacy-making drive, a legacy-making win. Thank you, Joel. Would it kill you to say that once in a while, TJ? Would it just kill you to say that once in a while? That's my buddy Joel Clatt right there. Hour two, T-Row in the morning show on a Tuesday, October 10. Yes, TJ. No, I was having trouble. I didn't hear. But I was, wasn't sure if I was Dylan on the air. Dylan Gabriel and Toby Rowland, exactly, you were exactly right. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. I retweeted something I didn't listen to. Get out of here. I didn't listen to that. I have now, though. It's very well done by Joel. <laughs> very well done by him. I always thought of him as a very smart analyst. Especially, well, you know, he had a brief brain lapse last week when he said Oklahoma was going to get crushed by Texas or something <laughs> like that, remember? Sorry. When he said Dylan Gabriel is not worth 49 points. Now he's going to, now he's come back around. And Apparently he was. I thank don't you, know. Gabriel. And Toby Rowland, exactly, you were exactly right. Thank you very much, Joel. I appreciate that. Uh, good morning. Hour number two here on the. <laughs> the rest T-Row of the world, like, who? Show. What? Yeah. You want to go sit in the corner for a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, you want to hear a little audio? By the way, how are you feeling about today? I'm nervous. I'm a nervous wreck this morning, I'm being t- if I'm being totally honest. Are you going to the game tonight? Uh, it was discussed, but I'm all waiting. I'm waiting. Waiting on what? Uh, World Series. Oh, I thought you meant you're like waiting to make a decision. No, today. no, I'm nervous. Uh, there's a whole storyline for Baltimore going into this game. 
the last time the Rangers were in this position in the playoffs, they were up 2-0 on Toronto, lost the next three. So, yeah, there's there's big nerves for me today. Who's going tonight? Who's on the bump? Nathan Avaldi for the Rangers, Dean Kramer for Baltimore, who has got Israeli ties and family over there, and he there was a whole thing yesterday with them, and I'm like, mm, I don't like the storyline for them. And, and you got the guy with the vowels going for you tonight. Yes. Yeah. And both these guys have been big in these last few weeks of the season in the playoff run um, for both teams. So it should be a good Why don't good you go to the tonight. game? They could use your support tonight. Um, it's worked with what I've been doing so far, so I'm going to continue to do it. Uh, until I feel that it's necessary that I be, I'm there. My superstitions work in my own ways. Uh, don't question them. You're such a weird fan. <laughs> the games you choose to go to, don't go to. The teams you support, you don't support. You're just so weird. Just go watch your team, dude. They're in the playoffs. They're up 2-0. They're right down the road. Uh, Sunday, three-run shot hit in the ninth. By Baltimore, my son comes running and hops into my arms. They, they get the uh, oh, out thank the, God. They get the out the next, the next oh, pitch. Oh, thank God. Turned off the spigot. <laughs> oh, man. Did you get a thank you note from the team or anything? Um, oh, they Yes, uh, email. An email. That's uh, I, it's my son, too. It's not just me. There are currently, they have not been removed on our coffee table facing the TV, Ranger bobbleheads, two Ranger mm-hmm. hats, a couple of other things he's got sitting there as a little shrine. That he's built. <laughs> Let me see what we can get you in for. If you went tonight, would it just be you? Would it be you and Bronx? It would, would be, be Bronx and I, and it's uh, 75 bucks plus fees for a standing room. Um, StubHub's 106 Yeah. The, you can actually get standing room through the Rangers still for okay. 75 Well, that's not bad. No, it's not. It's not. But you're not going? No, I won't be there tonight. No. All right. Brent Venables met with the media after practice last night. He had some uh, not great news to share in addition to bragging on his team. Update on some injury guys, McCade yeah. and then Drell. Yeah, McCade, um, we're looking at best-case scenario for him. Uh, he'll be back uh, sooner rather than later. And um, Andrell is going to have to have season-ending surgery. What about Gentry? We saw him. Yeah, he's good. Okay. Yeah, practice today. In good shape as Troy? Well. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. Brent, you ended up with backup guards in the game and things like that, but yet you still won the battle, it looked like, in the offensive line to me. I mean, but so how do you feel like your offensive line did in this game? Yeah, no good. We kept the quarterback clean. Uh, the one sack that I think they put from a statistical standpoint was really a quarterback run right. and uh, for minus one. Uh, they did a great job, not a, uh, much disruption, had a good firm pocket. Um, and, uh, again, Dylan did, Dylan did a great job from a – a pocket awareness standpoint, but those guys did a nice job. And again, we've we feel like we got you know eight or nine guys that can play winning football, and so uh, that's a group of guys that got in there and got a chance to do it. Thought they did a nice job. Andrew's done. has been so good for you guys. How mm-hmm. tough of a loss is that? And yeah, it's tough. No, you hate it for him. You know, we'll, we have other guys and hate it for Andrell how hard he's worked. Uh, we got the six zero. He had a big part, you know, and and uh, and hoping to get there, uh, but. Again, all of his best football still in front of him, and uh, he'll have a you know a great career on the back end. You know of this of this uh, surgery doesn't have much swelling, and um, so that usually means it's a quicker, a little quicker re- recovery for him. So hate that for him, um, but this gives some other guys some opportunity. 
Now, Brent, you, you know, the, the day, the practice today, talk about that a little bit. Guys. It's good. You know, they'll probably tell you they felt like they, they might have lost. We got a lot to clean up and a lot to get better from, and it's great to do that after a win. Uh, you know, loved, again, there's so much that was – there's a lot more that was good than not, but, man, we got to focus on the things that – uh, that we can get better at, and they'll be the first ones to tell you there's a lot, and especially on defense. And uh, you know, all things considered, we we you know we had several things. We just had too many busts, too many missed tackles, um, not a, enough urgency to to uh, to execute at, you know, with the precision and the timeliness that we have to have. We've got to. We have some guys that haven't played as much, and we've got to do a great job as a coaching staff getting these guys uh, in a position where they can play winning football consistently. And we've got to develop our depth. You know, we got really thin at corner fast. We had three or four corners that were out in the game, and and uh, we had to play Key Lawrence there. And they're really proud of all the guys that stepped up and proud of, again, the fight and the uh, uh, the toughness, the physicality. Really liked how we, we played from a physical standpoint, um, but we got to get better fundamentally. We got to get better with the understanding of our defense. It doesn't takes one out of the the eleven to to not do his job. And and uh, people like Texas and people that aren't quite as good as Texas will expose you. And I th- felt like we uh, way too many times, particularly in the second half, that you know that happened. You know we gave up two touchdown busts on the. Uh, fourth and two and on the long touchdown run you know we uh we we've got calls that we're not executing and so we gotta and these are basic calls day one installation calls so we got to do a better job there coaching and getting our guys to understand and to execute and so that's what we we worked a lot on today yeah it was and so we're we're a little bit we're a little bit healthier now so uh, we're much better today we had three guys back today Brent, I know you know a lot of people talked about clock management, game management last year. Those two timeouts you took before the half that allowed you to get the three points. How much did you spend in the offseason going over those scenarios? And kind of who yeah. on your staff do you credit for, for working on that? Well, we all we spent a lot of time. We got we um, there's there's a lot of um, material that's out there to help help teach you all those moments within the game. We we spent a lot of time teaching our players a lot of different scenarios in football, uh, both collegiately and in the professional football, even through now. Um, so we did that all through the spring and the summer, and then uh, even this fall. Uh, try to learn from other people and uh, learn situations. And again, that was something that you know you lose five games by one score, everything matters. And so uh, peeling that back, that was something that helped us um, this uh, weekend. And. Uh, managing that the right way. Players play a big part in that. They've got to make stops so that you can do that and utilize. And then the, uh, offensively with the time, you know, all the situations that we practiced all spring and summer and fall camp, uh, it paid off there just before half and got us in a good position from a middle eight standpoint and really could have, uh, you know, widened that margin. Yeah, we're we're a little healthier um, than what we were. Obviously, there's we've we've gone through several players that have had season-ending surgery, but uh, over the last several weeks. But we're we're in a good position from a health standpoint. Outside the, uh, you know, Mikado, you know, he's got an ankle sprain, and uh, and Andrell. Uh, so we're better there. Um, a lot more experience, and uh, again, the depth is different. Um, our uh, confidence and. 
um, understanding of what we do. Everything's different. And uh, so we're in a much better place. Obviously, we're uh, I think we're bowl eligible. Somebody wanted me to bring that up to the team. I actually didn't bring it up to the team because I'm not. I'm proud of that they have taken care of business. But uh, this is Oklahoma, and I don't want to. Uh, you know, we're not entitled to win, and we're not entitled to be six and zero every year. Uh, but uh, you know, that's the least of our concerns right now. But uh, we did. That's our second goal uh, is to win that game, and, uh, and so we've we've gotten two of our several goals. And, and again, I, I want to get a, a hungry, uh, committed football team. I love the humility that we had today. We've got great uh, self-awareness. You know, mismanaged success is 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 a very normal thing when you're in these positions. And so, keeping two hands on the wheel, white knuckle, uh, you know, grip with both hands is something that we're really focused on. And counting on the leaders in this team uh, to stay hungry, driven, uh, humble, uh, willing to show up every day and uh, work their butts off and uh, try to uh, get better because we got a lot that we can get better at and that's what it's going to take to have the kind of finish that we want to this season i think the back half of our schedule from top to bottom is much more challenging than what the front you know part of our schedule was and uh, we should have an expectation of improving and getting better you know and you do that by just having a great monday and i thought our guys had, had the right mindset the right humility and uh, the right focus uh you know to them to to be able to do that Bowl eligible, TJ. I didn't even think about that. We're I didn't going either. bowling he, this year. When he said that, I'm like, "Whoa, that's a lot less. Uh, it's a lot quicker than it was uh, last year. Uh, not as yeah. much pressure on them. They are bowl eligible. I, I hadn't even heard How anybody. About that? I mean, we know they are with the six I wins. Didn't think of it, about but it. But I don't even know that I've heard anyone mention that. That hey, look how quick they're bowl eligible this year. So. Uh, that's right. That's First right. six games, they got to six wins. They got them. They got them, and they're ready to go. And uh, they can pencil themselves in for you know, the cheese it or whatever it is. No, it's not the cheese it anymore. Yeah, it's the pop it tart bowl. The pop tart. That's right. That's right. Mm, the pop tart. Um, the pop tart bowl rep was in Norman a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I heard someone. He else put his head in the that. booth. Yeah. Oh, maybe probably was, Drake. Maybe Drake yeah. told me that. Yeah. Because yeah. Tom sure the pop tart. This is a story I was told. I was not in there. The pop tart bowl rep came into the radio booth. And he's got like a patch on his jacket or something that says Pop Tart Bowl, or maybe it's on his credential. <laughs> and Tom Shores, who is our sideline engineer on our on our crew, said, "That's the stupidest name for a bowl I've ever seen in my life." <laughs> in front of the guy? Oh yeah, right in front of him. <laughs> this is the story I was told. <laughs> so, I don't think we're going to the Pop Tart Bowl. I think they probably gave us a demerit. <laughs> well, let's hope they're not. That means something went sideways the last half of the season. So I think Brent's all of us right now too with the uh, suffering of allergies. So yeah, yeah a little bit yeah. of sniffles there. Uh, so the big headline there, obviously, Andrew Anthony out for the year, season-ending surgery for the wide receiver. McCade Matoyer is expected to be back sooner rather than later. Is the quote there? And Gentry Williams is fine. And Brent also saying that their uh, cornerback depth got a little bit of help. So to me, that means probably Kenai Walker and maybe even Josiah Wagner are back at practice. You didn't name names there, but it sounded like they were in a better spot uh, yesterday at practice. So fingers crossed there. Someone right, should we'll take have asked him why he doesn't play Barnes. They should have asked him that. What in the world is going on with Javante Barnes? <laughs> we'll be back.
The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. High Tower Clinical brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. They're bringing you cl- uh, clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma. No cost or insurance needed to participate. Medication provided for free. free uh, patients are compensated. Boy, I am stumbling through this one. Uh, located around various metro locations. Coming soon to Ardmore. HightowerClinical.com or calling a call or text 405-831-5905. I think you peaked on the cabaret read. Well, I was laughing before we came back. So... I got this text last week. Thoughts about you and Jack coming on site next week for a few days? Then they followed up. Actually, Jack has COVID now. How about the resource you're working with on the ITM side? I said, I think you're texting the wrong number, but I hope Jack gets to feeling better. (laughs) The person texts back, man, I'm really sorry. Wrong TJ. I used to intern at KREF. My bad. I have no idea. This phone, this number wasn't in my phone, and I said, oh, I was like, who is this? Apparently, it's some kid named Alex that interned for me like years ago, back uh-huh. in like 04 and 05, producing Cardinal games. So uh, just now, uh, I get another text from that number. Morning, sir. Hope you made it in okay. We'll be at the Ops Center whenever you're ready, and then gives me the address. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, this, this dude's getting all confused with his TJs. Another TJ's coming to his world, oh, and man. why my number's still in his phone, I don't know. You but. know what I just learned last week is that you are not the same TJ as TJ Janet and J-Rod. <laughs> I disappoint this a lot. This whole of, time, I yeah. thought you were the same uh, TJ. Uh, you aren't the only one that's been disappointed by that over the years. So. Wow. Oh, well. Uh, imagine that. Teddy, a linebacker, hates a quarterback. Well, that's the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text well, line. I mean, he. I think he li- like he likes Joel Klatt a lot, and he likes other analysts. It just Kirk rubs him the wrong way. He can explain why, but for whatever reason, Kirk really rubs him the wrong way. I think. I think he just thinks he's not a very good color analyst, and he tries to do everything. You know, take everybody's job. Is there a clip available of the ESPN guy teasing Toby and his visit to the show? Tweet it out, Toby. That's from Will in Tennessee. Oh, are they talking about the NFL guys on Sunday? Uh, maybe. Or did the uh, Orange Blood guys tweet uh, uh, tease you last week? Maybe that's who he's talking about. We said ESPN guys. Yeah, he right? said ESPN. So I guess you were on with the football. So guys. Sunday, I told you about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. Sunday, yeah. they were. Uh, making fun of my call, eh, kind of making fun, I guess. So they asked me to come oh, on and be right. the guest picker on the NFL games. I don't have a clip of that. If somebody else out there does, they can send it to us. But, yeah, they were talking about, uh, why would you say, oh, mama? That was pretty funny. Actually, you know what? I do have that because my son sent it to me. Let me see if I can find it, and I'll play it for you. I should have that. TJ will get a kick out of this. Herb Street was trying to will Texas to a win the entire broadcast. He didn't even attempt neutrality. Uh, He might as well have had cheek chillers, spurs, and a cowboy hat. I watched the broadcast, and I didn't get that at all. I thought he was fine. I don't know why he would want Texas to win the game. Did you... Thinking, are you, did you watch I, I, it back? At I all? didn't watch it back. No, so no. I, I mean, I've only I heard some highlights of him and Fowler calling some of the highlights that people have put out on Twitter yeah. and stuff. But those were obviously well. This one's about a highlight, I think. I so, like Kirk. I think he does a nice job. He's not as 
he's not as X's and O's as Joel. Certainly nobody's as X's and O's as Teddy. I mean, he's as great in that area as there is, period. But I think he does a nice job kind of in all of his roles, you know, on game day and as a color analyst and everything. I think yeah, no, I enjoy him. I, I enjoy him. I enjoy him. Uh, our punter is not high school good. Guaranteed, there are five to kids on campus that can kick better. No touchbacks because he can't kick it that far. All right, well, we got two punters, so we'll just hope that it can be better for that person. Is this the same person that texted us earlier uh, on the show? I'm not sure. Not sure. Let's okay. see. Uh, no, I don't think so. Plaster and El Zinga. Their averages aren't very good on the year. But they ta- they don't have any touchbacks, so that's a good thing. That was a problem last year. Uh, Teddy is right. I don't like Herb Street either. I always listen to the radio or in the booth call, but I went back and watched the TV broadcast on Sunday, and Herb Street was so pro-Texas. When Gabriel hit Nick for the TD, you could tell he was sad. Complete silence. <laughs> the complete silence is letting a moment play out. I don't think he wanted to step on it. I don't know that he was sad. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to need some examples of him being pro-Texas because I've watched the game back, and I did not pick that up at all. So. Uh, I think Herb see. Street likes OU. Honestly, like he's always been. He's been one of the guys that usually in playoff yeah. years kind of pushes for them and things in certain years that they're, you know, one of the teams that are fighting for a spot. So at I least that seems one, like that way to it me. It was one year he wasn't, but we've had a lot of years where we were. I mean, we've made it four times, so I don't know. Great Thank one. you for listening, though, to the broadcast radio broadcast and watching. That We appreciate that. That's always the better option. Britt must have texted this in. Great win, but plenty on tape for coaches to keep kids working and hold them accountable. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, <laughs> Thanks, Coach. Coach. We love spicy Teddy, and that's the best Teddy. Actually, we just love some Teddy. What this True. Texter says. <laughs> spicy Teddy is the best Teddy, by the way. Uh, did I hear a da-da-da, da-da-da in the interview with Bob on the Rush? Oh, boy, I didn't hear, uh, I didn't pick up on that if you did. Yeah, if you did, I didn't catch that either. Huh. Can I give some King of the Mountain information? Oh, please do. Um, I will be sending it out during this next commercial break. Uh, we are down to 109. Yeah! Suckers! Several of you had the Commanders this week. I'd say about 10. There was a Packers pick that went down, a couple of Ravens picks that went down. And a few of you, not a lot, but a few that I did not get a pick from. I'm going to say those names right now. So if you feel like you should have gotten a pick in, just prove it to TJ. Captain Kirk and Sherman, no pick this week. Chucktown Sooners, no pick. Dr. Awesome, Jesse, Lisa in Norman, Skyler, Scott Townley, and Tottenham fan. All of those I did not get a pick from in week five. So if that's if you're one of those, please text TJ and, and prove that you got a pick in. Other than that, we're down to 109, and I will send out the uh, the tweet right now at T OU so you can check. Make sure that you're still on the mountain if you should be, and if you've been eliminated, why you've been eliminated. It's all on there. And there's a good chance I did miss all of you guys that are doing it remotely in the way I was trying to email from a phone. Yeah, I was, I and was we're happy to bit. fix it. Yeah, I was, if, yeah if we're happy to fix it. Prove you got your pick in, yeah. we're happy to fix it. 
Uh, let's see here. Gunny says, morning, fellas. Losing Anthony is tough. Hope the rest of the wide receivers can take up the slack. At least there's depth there, so, I mean. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, Nick Anderson's been playing more and more. I would say his role grows even more. And uh, Jaden Gibson will become a guy, I think, that – and maybe Petaway. You know, Jacquez had a huge week one and then has kind of disappeared. He had the nice return that got called back on the reverse Saturday. But we haven't seen a lot of him, so maybe he gets worked in a little bit more. But certainly I think Gibson and, and, and uh, Anderson will see more time now. But fortunately, it's a position they have talented depth at. Whether anyone is quite Andrell Anthony, I don't know. But you're excited about those guys, right? You're excited about Gibson. We're obviously all excited about what Nick Anderson has done. So as as badly as it hurts to lose Andrell, at least the backup there is there are some guys that we're excited about. Did you also take some dude down on uh, Sirius Radio yesterday? Roy Al from Raleigh is... Uh... Complimenting you on taking EJ Manuel down for questioning OU's SEC readiness. Says you took him oh, down. I didn't take anybody down. He said, um, he asked what this win does for OU. Something about this, I'm paraphrasing, something about what this does for OU, especially considering they're about to go in the SEC. Does this validate them as a program or something like that? And I, and I said, that's a, I don't know if that's an exact quote, but that was the gist of the question. And uh, I said, I think it validates Brent. I think it's a validating win for Dylan Gabriel. This program does not need to be validated. If Oklahoma goes and wins a national championship this year, great. If they don't, we're still Oklahoma. Like, if you're under the impression Oklahoma is going to go into the SEC and be a middle-of-the-pack or bottom-of-the-pack program, you haven't been paying attention to college football in your lifetime. Like, Oklahoma's a blue blood. And regardless of what hap- whether OU beat Texas this year or not, OU is going into the SEC and going to be just fine. So this game has nothing to do with OU's readiness to be in the SEC. They've proven that over decades. So I don't know if I was getting after him or not. I was just answering his question. Uh, two more here and we'll hit the break. Hotlanta Sooner says, who knew Joel Klatt would be Toby's Taylor Swift? <laughs> I like that. I don't know that I understand it, but I like it. Uh, that means uh, I think uh, he's making you famous or something. Oh, okay, uh, got you. Oh, oh, like I'm Kelsey. Yes, he's yes. my Taylor. Okay, yeah. I got you. But yeah. by the way, I think there's already a, a split there happening. I think uh, what? I think Travis was spotted with his arm around another blonde this weekend, and word is uh, that's it. Taylor's not happy, and it may be over. So, uh, Toby's Tawi. That's great news. That's great news because that means we should get a new album here. In the next month or two, yeah, right? You're Swifty, yeah. You should get more heartbreak, uh, Kelsey. Heartbreak, album. Uh, heartbreak uh, music, yeah. Toby's Tawi Walker call won't stop randomly playing in my head, and people are probably starting to wonder why I keep laughing to myself, uh, laughing myself to tears out of nowhere. I loved it. Oh, we, 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 all the way. I loved it. <laughs> it's all caps. Uh, it was cringeworthy uh, when I heard it back. I didn't even remember saying it, and Drake reminded me in the post game, and I was like, oh, boy. Sorry about that one. 
<laughs> That'll never happen again. That's not going to become a staple. Don't worry. That'll never uh, happen. By the again. way, at the ref store, get your uh, Wee 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 shirts now. Uh, <laughs> KREF.com. <laughs> All right. Break time. Uh, Tuesday morning. I'll see if I can find that audio for you, Teach. Next. Back after this. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. I can't find it. I think Peyton sent it to me on like his, uh, like he just, you know how you record a message on your texting and then it disappears after you listen oh, to yeah, it? Yeah, those usually sometimes go away, yeah. So I think that's why i'll keep looking for it because you'd really enjoy it because they are dogging on me pretty hard i think it sounds like they are anyway so you would enjoy it um okay walter rouse game winning touchdown pass you've seen the video right teach everybody's yes. seen the video mm-hmm. by now blocking two cows with at once two longhorns rushing He's got the tackle on one hand. He's got the uh, looks like the corner of the safety that's uh, that's uh, blitzing at the other hand. Gives DG just enough time to find Nick Anderson in the corner of the end zone. He was asked about it after practice yesterday. I'm off of the clock, but going back and watch film, I was late. Right? I was really late off the ball. I wasn't even saying. I was really. I was like, dang, I was that late off the ball. And so I'm setting, and um, you know, I got you know, it's we've been loud all game. You know, you know, in our commu- you know communication. I definitely used to get better, and you know, part, just definitely on my part. And I was trying to get, it, I was trying to get an out call, um, and I don't think I was loud enough, and I might have been a little bit too late. And that backer did, was a little uh, creep down, so Caden was definitely keeping eyes on him in case he came. Um, but I set, and I didn't really feel like I had Caden with me, and so um, I saw, I saw 91. Okay, let me block him, and then I saw the pressure, uh, safety, uh, in the safety corner coming off the edge, and I was like, okay. I mean, let me stick out a hand. Let me see if I can get him to. Um, and, you know, as an O-lineman, your job is to protect the quarterback at all costs, no matter what. Um, you know, it's basically the basis like, you know, our, of our job. And so I I just stuck out two hands there, and I was just trying to protect with all I could. You know, because uh, what they preach here, what they've been preaching here since I've gotten here is the uncommon effort. Um, and, you know, that whole drive was not a common effort. And I was just trying to do my absolute best to just protect as much as I could. That's really all it was. There wasn't any secret to it. I mean, if you look, go back into the film, uh, watch the game, watch the replay, after they scored, like, I was kind of out of it. Like, like I was protect- I was doing my job. I thought DG threw it out, out of bounds. Even with the crowd was going crazy, I was, I, I was like, sitting there, I was like, like, I was like, did we score? <laughs> and, like, I went to go, so, like, it didn't even hit me until I got to the sideline. And I was like, we score. I was like, we're, we're going to win this game. Like, we're going to win the game. Like, like that. And, really, and then I was talking to one of the coaches, you know, and, he, and he was like, you blocked two dudes. I was like, I blocked two dudes. <laughs> so just, you know, getting hype on the sideline. It's one of the best moments. Um, but, like, you know, like I said before, like, going into that drive, I was the calm as I was. And, you know, I just I just did my job as an O-line. And as I'm sure anyone else on that, on the, in the on a, uh, starting five or anyone else in the O-line room would do as well. Um, just doing our job, you know. That's there you awesome. go, Teach. That's awesome. And you know what they did then? We scored. It went wee, wee, wee all the way home. Yeah, that's exactly what they did. All the way home. <laughs> all the way home. Uh, uh, that would I blocked be, two guys. 
that's that's yeah, we tease about it. Uh, it's been brought up since the Taylor Swift stuff, and I joke about the sports euphoria now a lot. That's sports euphoria. That you. Yeah. You block two dudes, you think it's thrown away, you're trying to figure out why the crowd's happy, and then you're like, wait, we're going to win this game! <laughs> that you're just kind of losing your mind at that moment. <laughs> this is also pretty good. This is a shorter clip, but this is after practice again yesterday. Dasan McCullough asked about his first experience in the OU Texas game. Yeah, no question. Definitely the craziest game I've ever been a part of. Um, it was crazy from the moment we uh, like got off the bus. So I was confused because they told me the stadium was in the middle of the fair. I'm like, what does that even mean? Like in the middle of the fair. So I was so confused, and I was trying to imagine it literally all week without like looking it up. Cause I wanted us to see it. So when we got there and I saw the buses literally pulling into the fair, I was so confused. But the atmosphere there was crazy. I mean, they were not lying about it being like real life 50-50 split. Like once we went out the tunnel, it was all cheers. Once you crossed that 50, it was all booze. So it was really a crazy, uh, fun experience to play in. It's hard for me to imagine being 20 years old or whatever Desan is and not having ever seen the OU Texas game before. To know, you know, to understand the setting, but yeah, you grew up in a different part of the United States. He's from Indiana, whatever the case may be. It just wasn't on his radar. So he's like, oh, "What does that even mean?" What is the fair? <laughs> the middle of a fair? What are you talking about? I got uh, my first uh, 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 SEC criticism uh, overnight. TJ, you'll enjoy this too. I know it's uncomfortable to you that Joel Klatt was praising me, so I'm trying to bring up all these other situations where people have been uh, coming after me because I know that it, you enjoy that more. Uh, let me see if I can find this here. Um, on one of those Sirius XM shows yesterday, I said something about OU strength of schedule was not very good this year going into the Texas game. And the criticism or the doubt that their defense was legit, was legit because they really had not played anybody. Right. And we, we were all kind of waiting to see them prove it against a big team. And I mentioned that, you know, this year they were supposed to play Georgia in the non-con, but because of joining the SEC and that they weren't going to get the return game that Georgia canceled the series, and so they did not have a very strong Non-con, okay? Well, I woke up this morning, and there's a Georgia fan in my inbox, TJ. A Uh, chiropractor. ABC Chiropractic. Heard you bend the truth yesterday. Greg Sankey canceled OU versus Georgia, not Georgia. As a Ling Time reporter, you can do better. They misspelled long time in the sentence in which they're ripping me for not being a very good reporter, which I thought was fun. Hey, so go pop some backs and shut up, fool. So, uh, I, uh, to be fair, technically, Greg Sankey did cancel the OU Georgia series. True, I guess that technically is true. The directive came from Greg Sankey. However, the reasoning was, as we all know, there wasn't going to be fair for Georgia to have to come to OU and OU not replay. That was not meant to be any kind of a shot at Georgia. It was just that's the reason the Georgia game was canceled. So my first, I got my first SEC detractor, TJ. It is a chiropractor (laughs) 
from Virginia, actually, who is a Georgia fan. They've got all eyes on you now. They've got all eyes on you. There will be more coming, I'm sure. Speaking of uh, Greg Sankey, I haven't seen anything from him out of that game. I know he was going. Have you seen quotes or what he thought of it or – did anyone talk to him I, at all? I, ha- I have not. I haven't either. But can you imagine Can you imagine him being there Saturday? Assuming Same. he stayed to Look, the I end. I just pulled these two programs in. Look what we just inherited. Yeah. no, That's why I'm wondering, and I hadn't seen any. I mean, I mean, they may be out there, and I just haven't seen them. I just hadn't seen any quotes from him about either. it. Yeah. I haven't either. 748, quick break. Back after this, T-Row in the morning show. Join the movement. The Ref Army is growing. Don't miss a second of the Sooner coverage you want with the KREF app, the number one source for Sooner fans. Hightower Clinical brings you this hour of the T-Row and the morning show, bringing clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma. No cost or insurance needed. Several different areas they work with. If you want to find out more information, if you qualify, if they can help you, hightowerclinical.com. Call or text 405-831-5905. Jim and Arlington sent us some uh, quotes from uh, Sankey, but nothing really no. like he doesn't really say anything no. about the game itself. No, no, no. This We are well aware that Sankey spoke with the media before the yeah, game. That's right, not what right. you were asking. No, Thank that's you to not. everyone who sent all the uh, – Yeah, I'm, I'm, We got I'm, flooded with clips during that commercial break, almost all of them from Jim and Arlington. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because this is Sankey about when he talks about the, the TV times and all of that. the game. Yes, right. yes, yes. TJ was asking his reaction to the game afterwards. And no, I have not. I'm not even sure if he stayed for the whole game or not. But I have not seen anything after the game about Sankey's reaction to the game. Uh, let's see here on the Knippelmeyer show. But thank you to everyone who yes, sent us you. the before thank the you. game interview. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, the most infor- important stat often forgotten is which team had more points at the end of the game. Which team mm. had more points determines the winner more often than any other stat. Thank you. That's correct. Mm. That's correct. Apparently not in this case. At least according to many south of the Red River. Texas actually won the game. Uh, have you guys talked about the USC players grabbing hold of the Arizona player and trying to throw him into yeah, the ball on a punt? That was funny. <laughs> Who says Lincoln Valley doesn't have a tough defense? Um, the main thing I've heard out of USC the last two days is the fans going completely nuts ready for a coaching change. Lincoln Riley ain't him. So they want Urban Meyer at USC. Yeah. So. Um. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but we have a, 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 a what do they call it when you have a reporter in the middle of of the action uh, embedded? Right. We have an embedded correspondent in the SEC already. We actually way ahead of everyone on this. Years ago, we sent Chris Joseph to the heart of SEC territory. <laughs> He's been working for years to make friends and work behind enemy lines to get us information. He is reporting that Sankey left the OU uh, Texas game and went to the A and M Bama game. He left in the middle of OU Texas to go to A and M Bama, so he was not there for the end. Oh, According come on. to our embedded correspondent, come on, Sankey! Wait, wait, how can you leave that game in the way that it was playing out? It's it's really an early sign of questionable judgment from Greg Sankey. Yeah, right? I've got to. I I may start. Are we sure we're doing the right thing here, folks? Yeah, terrible commissioner. 
You think Joe C was leaving that game? Joe did not leave that no, game. No, he needs to be the SEC. I saw that fedora on the field from a mile He's away. He's taking uh, Lana Del Rey pictures. No, we do not stuff. want. What are you doing? We don't want George to no, leave to be the SEC. Or George, George. Joe <laughs> to leave. To I just want SEC him to do both. Uh, just be SEC and uh, big uh, OU commissioner. I think they're allowed to do that, right? They're allowed to do that. Toby if has, anybody could do it, Joe could. Uh, Joe could. Toby yeah. already has his uh, ringtone set to uh, Joel Klatt. Don't let him fool you. That's I true. do now. Now, thank you for letting me know about this. I do now. Hang on a second. Hang on a second, TJ. Dylan Gabriel and Toby Rowland, exactly. You're exactly right. I mean, a legacy-making drive, a legacy-making win. Oh, thank you. That was a Chris Joseph report that just came in in the middle of that clip. <laughs> Sankey, timestamp 2.42 p.m., took a picture from College Station. Now, I don't think our game was over by then. No, it was right, it was it right around when it was ending. Yeah, it wasn't over then. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Uh, TJ, we're going to be all right. We're going to win. We're going to sweep. So whenever you feel like uh, we're ready to go to a game, come get me. We'll hang out at a Rangers uh, game. Love you guys. Ga- great game weekend. Love the cheese at chain I got. That's so if, Mr. if OU... OU- I mean, if if the Rangers lose a game, then would you be willing to go to a game? Are you under the impression that you can't go as long as they're winning? No, I'm under the impression of I just have certain feels for um, what I need to do and where I need to be. Why did you go to OU Texas? um, Because I knew OU was going to win. No, I don't know. I go to OU Texas every year, so that's why I went to OU Texas. They were 5-0. Yeah. You knew you were going to have a good time, and it's it's I'm, something you I don't, don't want to miss, why. right? I, part of it is just it's a weeknight game time, and I've looked into it, and I'm like, man, I'm getting home late. Uh, kid has school. I want to wait so a little further into the playoffs. Could, I, I truly believe they're going to the ALCS the or the How World Series. How cocky is that, ladies I, I, and gentlemen? Well, did you see yesterday they became the odds-on favorite in Vegas, which really made me nervous. To uh, win the whole thing? They're the leading. Uh, they have the best odds in Vegas now to win the World Series. Plus Has Vegas seen their bullpen? Plus 350. I know. I told Vegas to go away yesterday. I went into a panic Go when away, I saw Vegas. It. Yeah, so anyway, I do believe they're going to advance. And that's when I told hmm. Katie, I was like, you know what? I'm holding off. I, I want to go ALCS. I want to go World Series. So that was kind of the decision. was more financial. Saving the money for the Correct. bigger games on down the line. Correct. Because you're confident they got the O's whipped. Confident they're going to advance. Okay. Fair enough. Break time, top of the hour, 8 o'clock, T-Row in the morning show.